0: On today's episode of the Space Hold, we will be talking about process and its infinite variations and many desperations. In order to help you navigate the rough space waters of your own process, we would like to share with you a score that we have co-authored together, as we do often here in this Holden space. Number one, count the amount of bodies in the space. Look at the clock. Has the amount of bodies in the space changed? If so, skip to number four. Step number two, Notice which words you have brought with you into the space. The space between words are oceans. Do not count them because you are in the third, the third ocean. Step number three, improvise complicated dance. Every time you notice that you are designing something for someone other than yourself Sing, sing until you get the impulse to dance again. Step number four, unzip your limbs and let them fall to the floor, because that is where they belong. Step number five, move about the space as though fitting into the past trace the ancient movements of others fit into their spaces if you do not see the movements of your ancestors clearly you may pretend though do not let anyone know step number six when the judges asked Joan of Arc what languages her voices spoke to her in she answered better languages than yours Guard your languages jealously, and know that they speak to you clearer and truer than the languages of your judges, be they external or internal. Step number seven. Hold yourself at the edge of where the water breaks for as long as you can before diving in. When you do break the surface tension, do not be afraid to scream. Reality is a scream. A scream is a fish. Step number eight, and the final step. Down here, languages are shadows. The fish are red-purple, and you are wine-dark and deserted. Above, there is your ship and it is constructed out of silence. Allow this ship to carry you rather than you directing it. Leave the fish and the waters behind. Do not count them, do not name them. Stay in your ship. Win your silence in your own screen.
1: the poor thing. Good. She's angry. Um, so do you have one of those backgrounds on or is there smoke behind you? Who
0: knows? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like things have transpired since the last time. I have indeed. Many things have transpired. You're in your same old corner. Same so how is the Slovenian corner of these this week? Slovenian corner is great. Slovenia's
2: bum. I love it here. I want to do residency every year in Slovenia. Mm. It's just so quaint. It's so small, but also just for such a tiny country, they have such a huge, like, cultural export. I was like, I've been going to this theater festival here. I've seen two shows,
1: and... Describe the shows. Like, what what were the shows?
2: uh, Okay. Um, (laughs) No, it's kind of a... I don't know, experimental, off, you know, things that don't fit into categories, which for me is so like I everything like I a, see all I the time like anywhere. a curtain
1: up, a curtain up, hold okay. open. I'll tell you about
2: this. There's, I saw this piece from this like solo artist named Sofia Rodriguez and she's a Venezuelan artist, I guess, living in Brussels. And she did a piece called Ostentation or like Ostentation piece or something so there's no curtain but it's her there's like a golden egg in the middle of the stage like a floppy golden egg and there's a like swing that's covered in hair which like stringy stringy hair which you you really immediately think of like dreaded pubic hair and Uh and she's in the back corner and kind of like hipster layered like i have millions of things on and she's kind of doing this bird singing thing like she's kind of like "Ah, ah, like i don't know that was my bird bird singing (laughs) number yeah um with a bunch of vocal effects and so like the piece is her the whole first part of the piece is her going through this like bird layer thing and then kind of then she starts to take all the layers off and eventually she gets to like this red latex or not latex but even like t- um yeah like latex or spandex kind of bodysuit that's obviously stuffed with lots of shit like they're like those you know the heads that you put wigs on are like stuffed inside of it and she kind of starts you to you know like little styrofoam white heads oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those are in her, you know, frontal region. And then she starts to take that off and it's like gummy uh, not a gum. What do we say? I was gonna say it's gummy um bouncy balls start <laughs> like emer- emerging from all parts of her body and bounces the audience. I took one. And she like, yeah. And eventually she ends up on this swing upside down and she's naked and like pulling hair out of her vagina and stuff.
1: And anyway, wow. it was just
2: like, let's like, let's us, yeah, I was like, back to the theater. Okay. Well done. Yeah, was
1: it was like weird, we are here. We are alive. I was,
2: we are. Yeah.
1: Pulling hair, pulling hair out of her vagina. Like she'd stuffed it in there. Well, and...
2: it looks, you know, it was, it had made contact. That was the, that was the yeah. That was the thing. Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, the, <laughs>
1: like a party clown
2: (laughs) it was and then she like hung upside in the swing and like all the rest of like the things like fell out of her and she started like singing in spanish and i mean yeah i did the, the my favorite part was well yeah i think my favorite part was she had like this steam like little steam machine and she was riding around on it and she put a vo- like a vocal effect on her voice that made her sound like she had like this deep vocoded man's voice. And she's like naked mm-hmm. riding around this, on this steam machine. Ooh, honk. And then she like goes up to like shy, like shy people in the audience and like, what's your name? And this guy was like, my name's, this guy was like, uh, my name's Soma, which was like his name. And he's like, she was like, Soma sounds like sauna. You're making me steamy. <laughs> <laughs> then, <laughs> I was like, that was a r- just you know, and you know that as a performer, you know sometimes somebody gives you something that is just so perfect and passes so perfectly into whatever uh-huh. gag you're doing. And I was like, yeah. damn it, you asked the right person, what their name yeah. was, you're and then the steam machine, <laughs> yeah, and then the steam machine connected to the golden egg, which lo and behold, turned out to be a bouncy castle, and that was magic. So then the egg. Wait wait, into- wait
1: wait 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 wait. So, wait, 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 wait. Wait, was a was a <laughs> floppy, was a, when you said a floppy golden egg, I envisioned something that had been like cut in half, They're like cracked and fried?
2: No, that would have been cool too. No, it was like a, so, it was like a oblong, it looked, it looked egg-like, oblong okay. kind of wobbly structure.
1: And then the it was inflated. Surface.
2: And then it was a bouncy castle. Okay. Yeah,
1: And she had, she had some peak props.
2: She had like, good some, props. And she also those like- some
1: wreck was eaten for the ages.
2: The wreck eaten for, yes. <laughs> it was a object-based performance. Um, yeah, and she like got inside of the bouncy castle with the steam machine on. I was like, that really must have been steamy. So, and claustrophobic. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, the, the voice. Okay, wait, so what was number two?
2: number two was okay so I met this couple um a girl who's a dancer here in the company and um a guy who's I guess is an improvised improv actor and it was his solo show in Slovenian so I saw a one man play in Slovenian
1: (laughs) (laughs) you sat there with like like a like a happy like a pleasant look on your face and nodded slightly for an hour uh-huh.
2: I mean it was uh, kind of really it was really funny it would have been funnier if we understood Slovenian obviously but we could kind of figure out like the gags he was doing and some things he did were anyway just like physical like I don't know he rode a shitty bicycle around and did like a swan arm and I don't know he, he had some funny mm-hmm. he had a lot of audience interaction like he turned the house lights up and asked everybody I don't know what they said but like they wrote like a collaborative speech and like from like and then he read it and then he read it to so like a past self of his and then he did a Slovenian rap. Lots of rapping. And at That's one so point funny. they had like a a YouTube I thought of you, they had like a YouTube party where they kept like putting like <laughs> kind of like bad cooking videos up. Uh, or like kind of like like, <laughs> like 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 bad like burgers in a frying pan and like all these kind of <laughs> <laughs> gross food things. I don't know what their relation was to what he was saying. It was something about Corona and government.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I've been really into watching bad cooking videos on YouTube. Really nailed it. Yeah, it started. It started out with the the. There's like the Gordon Ramsay reacts to bad cooking videos. Have you seen it? He's (laughs) just like being like he's just he's just being terrible to people, doing terrible things to food. But then I found Mm -hmm. the original videos, and then I was just watching those to see like what they were going to do, and people were making like. Ramen, macaroni and cheese. They'd take the ramen, they'd boil it, and then they'd put Velveeta in the ramen, and then like
2: as one does. Bread mm.
1: around. Oh, 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 terrible things. Or like macaroni and it was like cucumber and ketchup salad, and then like toasted sesame on top, and then all but like uh, was, and then it became a soup at one point. It was, it was really well, that sounds
2: disgusting. Okay, I feel it was just, like, sick.
1: Terrible, like awful people. And they're like oh, they like, so. like TikToks and so they're like really fast. They're like, yo, just eat this thing. Oh. Uh, leave
2: the condiments
1: out of it. No, you, you gotta. You better not.
2: Yeah, leave the condiments at home.
1: Oh, man, woof. And woof. and uh, uh, put a lot of iced coffee. It's gonna be great.
2: I see, you're slurping it down.
1: That's gonna be so good. I just, I realized I could just take the thing and put it in the fridge instead of putting a bunch of ice cubes in it before when I wake up, and just have the whole mm-hmm. thing super cold. So it's like, it's like a, it's like a bag yeah. of cold terror water. <laughs> with <the> anxiety, anxiety <laughs> milk.
2: <laughs> anxiety in a pot.
1: <laughs> hold, hold the happy. I'll have mine extra <laughs> with extra sad.
2: Yeah, extra anxiety. No milk. Skin anxiety.
1: Yeah. shake
2: the shaky juice shake um,
1: shake my juice that's cool what kind of festival was it like was, mm-hmm. it a, was it did it feel it was a vibe was it like artsy vibe or was it like folk yeah. theater vibe
2: no it was artsy vibe like this is interdisciplinary or inter- whatever like theater performance I talked to one of the ladies kind of curious again yeah she said you know performances that don't fit into a clearer genre which for me, like, because I've just been seeing a lot of work in Berlin, is anyway all work. Like, I pretty <laughs> much just, I do pretty much just see, m- most of the work I see now is this, like, we don't, we don't fall into a ca- uh, category, but it's, it's, I think that's become its own category in a sense. And it's like, it's also what I make. It's not like, I am, I also fall into this non-category category. So, I think it's also but, um, created a rift
1: between like what, People we talk, we're talking about dance specifically. Like it's weird like a rift between like the dance community yeah. and kind of everybody else because it, we look at we look at work and be like, oh, well look, we, this is so obviously a representation of lots of different kinds of creation. And then there's yeah. like, no, but this is dance, and like the no, but this is dance. We, it's created this sort of conversation that goes in two very opposite directions, where yeah. nobody's taught, Like I feel like nobody's really like understanding each other in the way of like. What the expectations are, and I think if we can just like mm-hmm. articulate the expectations, it'd be a bit easier to talk about it. Like this, I, I don't. Know, I talk about like, to so many yeah. sort of like contemporary dance artists or like you know sculptors or contemporary art people, and they're like, "Oh, dance is dumb." It's like and you don't actually think that; you just think that dance with a certain set of goals is dumb.
2: That's like that's that's actually very interesting because I've been. T- I'm yeah I have heard that a lot recently too this idea that dance is or just that's it's funny that this like stereotype still persists also that just because you work with a body it's somehow like not intellectual or reflected or it's and also the, or that it's about you that it's like an egotistical pursuit because you're working with your body and i'm like yeah i've 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 been thinking about that a lot well because I'm working with an, an artist right now, and I think I mean, not that he he says any of these things, but he just, I think it doesn't, have never worked with dance before. And like, you know, me, it's like, I'm also kind of like, I'm not sure I'm going to dance in this piece anyway. Like, or or like, it's, it's just funny, like sometimes I'll do something and he'll be like, that's ballet. And it's like, I've been like rolling on the floor and then interviewed an object and I'm kind of like, oh. Yeah, I mean it's not a traditional ballet, but um, <laughs> <laughs> one could one could <laughs> on the
1: on the the tree of the tree of what is it the you know the hereditary tree what's it called the big the big life tree of dance the like, big life oh, the big really, old big
2: old life tree really like wide about.
1: on out on a limb oh. yeah yeah a lot of like it's, I've, I've had a lot of arguments with. Like art scenes, especially that are sort of saying like, well, yes, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm kind of. Ballet funny. dancers are, or about, or dance situations are beautiful bodies and beautiful movements, and that's kind of it. It's like the they, they liken it often to like modern artists, like they're like the Mondrians, so sort of. like it's about design, not about um, humanity. Or and it's like, well, I don't know. You can make arguments for both, like actually, design is kind of a um, a statement about humanity and yeah bodies did not necessarily have to be abstract i it's 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 like it's not fair i don't think
2: i think for visual i think for like art, visual people coming from a visual arts backgrounds the the actual aesthetic of something is just so strong that it like erases a lot of other things which for dancers i think we think like the aesthetic is a part of it but for instance, I think dancers see a lot more, like, complexity and choreography. I think we see, like, you know, themes being developed and, like, things coming back and, like, confluence and, which I think, that's what I mean. And I think a lot of times I get this impression, too, when I talk to a visual artist, they see, like, moving pictures. So they say, here's, like, this image, here's that image, which is also part of it I think a lot of dance makers need to be more aware of. But um, for sure. I think, like, yeah, I think I'm, I was like, but it's about like kind of this is this like system that's unfolding. Like here are the rules for the system and like this dance will stay within those limitations and develop. So it's actually about really, you know, it's it's really about like observing like a moving system, then a moving set of pictures. And right. like I also notice this a lot when like when um visual artists make performances for the first time and like have said these things and I watch their performances and it's like fashion it's like one image very simple no humanity no individuality like and just kind of this beautiful like fashion situation which is also fine like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna knock it or anything but yeah. there's not this like thing of like peer the here are the parameters or here are the variations we're playing with and i think dancers are really good to know maybe like as, a, as choreographers like being interested in complexity or something yeah that's what i I sometimes,
1: I mean, it's just like yeah, conversation many needs to be had. I think, like on both on, like, uh, and like the the like final year of school on both sides. You know, I was having conversations yeah. a the a nights ago with um, some ballet dancers talking about how to like reimagine, um, especially ballet company life. Like, how to like, what what expectations around mm-hmm. like, being a ballet dancer should be in two thousand twenty one and further, and mm-hmm. this sort of idea that dancers are just dancers or like just they're like because we have we, we always say like oh ballet dancers are artists but what does that mean in its entirety and does mm-hmm. that require a different kind of education or a different kind of perception of self or a different kind of um like a reevaluation of what our responsibilities are um and we came to the conclusion that probably but we don't really know how much you know that like mm. it it could be at this point it really could be anything but we could we could require four more years of school and to because you think about it like people are like oh you should you should you're kind of like helping people make make the things now like the expectation is that like the the is the we, what we'd like to get is that the dancer has agency and the dancer is happy and the dancer is uh, educated and informed and like part of the process and not just a body but also a brain and so, in order for all this to to kind of like come together, we kind of need some sort of reevaluation of what it means to be an in a dancer in in that situation. Um, yeah. And this, has to do, this has to do with something.
2: It has to do with a lot of things, like the dancers. Uh, and that's, that's interesting. I was talking, I saw Vanya here in Ljubljana, mm. uh, a colleague hey, of ours Vanya. that I used to work with. Yeah. <laughs> and we were talking about, anyway, the ex, like, really just like classical classical ballet. to like dance a big role in a classical ballet, for instance, that like, um, that you need like maturation to really be able to like interpret, I don't know, a role, which is like, this is, I, I think for you, means it's, it's not like, it was never my dream to be like this one queen. But um, the thing is like, I think it does need like a lot of artistic maturity to be able to do something like that. And I think, I think both of these things are true, but I think it's the idea like listening to this conversation that there is no artistic process like within ballet anyway which is maybe like something like for instance maybe like the accusations from this other camp and i think there is a huge like i think there is like an inherent artistic pro- process in any way like especially if like like if, if you're a classical ballet dancer and like you don't maybe don't want to be part of like contemporary creations you don't want to make your own material i think even within that like strain of dance there is, like, it's. I think it's an incredible process, and I think that's what I mean. I think people just think like, oh, it's just body, it's just exercise, it's just work. And I don't think it is. I think there's a, yeah, a lot of um, artistic. And you're taking in information and,
1: and synthesizing it and re reevaluating it and then expressing it. You know.
2: Yeah, and you're making choices and you're it's like an incredible, it's it's something that you need a very high technical level to develop, but once you get that, it is about like your artistic
1: development.
2: And I think, yeah. I mean
1: within like, a very fine yeah, like, within, within a very like defined and codified space. Like, yeah. You're really like, you know, we think about like yeah. you're you are you're a a woman in the court of ballet. And you're allowed to do a certain sort of thing, certain amount of things. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, for me it, it seems like mental training, that you have to like train yourself to constantly remember why you're doing what you're doing and kind of um, re-hook yourself in to the, to the situation. Sure. You know, yeah. and like where where to tap into that ecstasy, where to make it feel like it's not just work, that it is important, that like yes. there's this just kind of mantra yes. of like, you know, the back group of the core is also also super important. Then you have to kind of like remember this and believe it, and then breathe, oh my god, you absolutely do, up, you know, and you have to like you're like I've got this. As everything, everything, this matters. Yeah, core development work is
2: terrifying. I was always so, I mean. I was always so much more nervous for anything with the core than I was for anything that was like a solo. Cause once you're like by yourself, it's like, well, you, you can kind of do what you want to an extent, you know, you can yeah. kind of do things and make choices, but court of ballet work is terrifying. You have to be so exact and you can't like, you have to be, you can never leave that state. Like you are have to be there and like, with everybody around you. And if you drop it for a moment, you're going to, break it's like you're also beholden to everybody else you know it's like if you make a mistake you're letting down the whole collective it's like a weird way like collective work but yeah I think that's what I mean like that's it's such a like it's such it's there are so many skills involved too and I'm not gonna like I'm also not gonna argue like oh like doing ballet prepares you for all these other things but like you know when people are coming to performance for the first time even even simple performance and they kind of just oh we well, just kind of do something and then they sort of realize like oh it's like you know there are a lot of things that you have to be aware of and it's um yeah it's not it's not it's not that easy it's a process but yeah I don't know that's a and I guess like probably I'm like you well I feel myself a lot of the time is like having to justify myself like to be like oh but I do other things and I make music and I sometimes do visuals or blah 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 like you know kind of in a sense like apologizing for having a dance background or having
1: yeah or having a ballet
2: background especially like I'm like I don't do ballet anymore which is also true but
1: you know I'm it's funny that the the amount of like um uh what is it called when you like the rebellious spirit when I had and when I take a ballet class now I'm like yeah my body refuses to do it correctly or to like to be to, to like to hone in on the same the right kind of shapes you know
0: mm-hmm. Like, like, mm-hmm.
1: I, like i'm going back I, like because i'm started i started this new thesis improper so i'm taking a taking class and mm-hmm. i was sort of just like oh, i'm gonna do this it's fine but then there was no mirrors so i was sort of like well you know i guess all is lost you know it's sort of like i was like <laughs> circles are big let's go and and it's sort of in a way it could I suppose it could be like disrespectful or you know what I mean there's a way there's a there's a certain sort of like expectation as to like how you're supposed to support yourself in ballet class and I'm not sure I was meeting those expectations but then also like I guess like when you step outside of the required like not necessarily in the not in the company anymore so like it should be fine but yeah there's like an area of exploration in a ballet that like it feels good to be a bit rebellious but then it's also like maybe um uncouth you know
2: well i think especially it's a reaction to the setting that you're in
1: as well yeah. right and i had that too and like, like and every now, time, when i was teaching also really? i was kind of teaching like it was like ballet is this for me now you know like get your hands mm. out that's
2: so okay. interesting i like whenever i teach ballet i lock into such strange things i get really like no like it's this is the music and this is the position i'm like oh my god where did that come from like mm-hmm. but I think when I take open class now, which I don't do very often, often I think I don't, I do want to do like a pretty square bar and just check in with like my shapes. I think just because I don't do it very often though. And, but I don't have the need to, I don't have the need to rebel against like an open ballet class in Marmio you know
1: yeah. like i'm
2: not i'm not fighting with an idea of myself or like a context of myself in, in a valley company yeah, I'm what just it is. another it's
1: it's it's a, a fighting against person. an idea or a context yeah so Wait, and tell, I think me, that's, tell me
2: yeah.
1: tell me how it's been going the past few weeks like have you made like what have you what is what is the <laughs> what process what have i been
2: doing what is, <laughs> what is the what, process
1: <laughs> what is so everyone cuz i was talking to Francie, and he was like like what's a residency because we're talking about first yeah. <laughs> Did they take with this like platform we're trying to start. Um we wouldn't have a name for it yet, but we're trying to just like figure out a way to um bring more kind of like diverse dance to Dresden.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and to sort of like fix the gaps that we're seeing in programming. And yeah, yeah. So we were talking about like whether or not to it like well, he was like, What's a platform? And I was like, Well, man, but think when you give the money and then you give the space. A stage, a space, you give yeah. the stage, and then they come and they do the dance. Oh, is like maybe do the platform or a residency where there's not like you don't have um, pressure to make the thing. So We're talking about what people mm-hmm. do in a residency. I was like, you know, like Caroline's at a residency right now. Like she's like doing stuff. It's uh, she's got mm-hmm. this premiere next season. Like they're like working on this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I was curious. It's like what you what you've been up to. I mean, the thing is, I
2: it's hard to what is, describe. What is, what is, what is like...
1: the nebulous <laughs> residency?
2: I mean, I have been. To, I I think probably what we will do like a showing. I mean, we will do not probably we will do a showing next week but yeah it's space to explore ideas and you can think of like a process for yourself um so i have i have kind of this like loose loose concept of like my body is a pop song um and so i've been doing lots of different things i i wrote a lot i started by just kind of writing a lot i also wrote a lot of dumb songs um i guess maybe the well, whatever, we started a blog. Okay, Marcus set up a blog for us and we've also been kind of commuting, communicating with each other <laughs> through the blog. <laughs> so, um, and kind of like a mixture of things that we've learned about this place, like about Ljubljana and Slovenia and then kind of mixing it with like our own, you know, our own thoughts or where we are in the piece or in our process. And like for instance, what have I done? I did things like I made like a space map. <laughs> like I'll make like space maps and then I'll have to like inhabit that space map for that day and make different things for my space map. Um, mm. Or like yesterday I did a lot of writing exercises. Like I got really inspired by, I read this Ann Carson text. Ann Carson's so transcending. And she wrote it. She so great. She was writing about process um and different artists' process. And it's it's one of her little booklets in float, and it's called The R- Right to Remain Silent. Have you read that one?
1: I have not. I do have Float.
2: Go look for that one. That's incredibly interesting. You insane. know,
1: like do you know in what period it is? Like in what like area of the of the booklet?
2: No, because I just kind of grabbed them at random. So I do not. But it, it, it was kind of all these people who she was basically saying a lot of artists like could talk about their process to a point and then kind of were like, if you ask me to explain past this point, it's you're asking too much of me. And she like started out with talking about Joan of Arc, and, uh-huh. like, you know, <clears throat> and Joan of Arc being like, uh, you know, inquisitions by her
1: judges. The original, the trans- original performance artist.
2: The original performance artists and like them translating her like middle French into Latin, but the questions are so fascinating. Like, and they're always talking about her voices, because that was the big thing. She heard voices and they're like, well, what are these voices? And, you know, they're, they would ask her things like, do your voices have a smell? And she would, she'd be like, ask me next Saturday. You know, she was really coy. And sometimes if they asked her something, she would say, that does not touch your process. Like it translated to that does not touch your process. Like that doesn't, you know, shouldn't concern you. Um, and yeah, my favorite thing that the quote that she used was they asked her what languages her voice is spoken. And she said, better languages than yours. And I think that's so great. Like, yeah. Very cool. Yeah but that's it's and then she talks about Francis Bacon and she talks about a mad German poet and then she talks about herself um but there, yeah but this like uh, I was thinking about process and just the weird you know like when you're making something you're like I absolutely have to do this right now like this is this is super necessary like it's necessary that I like make a curve in the back of the studio that like symbolizes like my unconscious fears and then i need to go talk to this object for half an hour like i don't know so it's it's just it's interesting like the the different processes like we feel drawn to and actually i've been really been in studio for almost like eight hours every day and i'm also like whoa what did i what did i do for all this time but i you know i kind of i do i do do things and then it's like um it's building itself up and it's, in, it's interesting too that I'm working with this other artist and we have these two very different parallel processes and I think we're gonna like smush them on top of each other and you know, mix it up. We remix Are you guys,
1: it. So you guys working generally separately?
2: We haven't, I think now we're like starting more to layer the things over each other. Hi Marcus, there's Marcus, he's down the window.
1: Hey Marcus. Looking. Okay. <laughs>
2: See.
1: <laughs> it looks like a black specter.
2: <laughs> oh, because oh, I have the true, yeah. the thing on. Oh, and no, I see. Yeah, <laughs> that's the smoking window.
1: Oh, I see. And it faces into. Oh. It. Sorry, I don't know Socialist if you could Socialist tell. Architecture. But I definitely used the bathroom during that. <laughs> that speech. No, I could. <laughs> <laughs> it <gets out. laughs> you, you. I, I, I just you like picked, it was like way too much iced coffee, and then I was like, yeah. how "Am I gonna? How, am I gonna not flush and then like leave? And then or no? <laughs> nah, next next step. Next up on terrible conversation. Terrible okay? for the, pot, the podcast universe. Sorry. <laughs>
2: How's your piece going? What's your piece? Oh
1: like? no, I mean so. Originally, I thought to like make this the shortened version of the piece I made in Portland, this like a list of beginnings piece. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's coronavirus, we're starting again. Like, list of beginnings would be kind of cool, and to kind of paste together a bunch of sections from other ballets. But the more then I talked to you, Jonas, and he started making some music. And instead of like to like cutting and pasting music from other pieces and then making one long one longer section, he's kind of made all new music, which mm-hmm. just, what happens? Yeah. So then um, uh, now I have no no idea where we're going. It's like switches quite a lot, and it sounds a bit like Stranger Things dance party. It's like Tom Stranger, Stranger things, things dance party. Yeah. All... yeah, I'm not sure. It's always I'm always like. Uh, Why don't they talk to each other in little...
2: walkie talkies during the piece? Get some walkie talkies.
1: Uh, I, I need I need some. And some bicycles. Some sort of like... Ah, that makes... Ah. <laughs> And I can make a cameo and
2: play Winona Rider.
1: <laughs> just like with like the... Where's <laughs> my child? You're going to get you a, a lot of Christmas lights. Yeah, please. Oh, that would be Winona- really good, actually. Uh, yeah, R- boy, and- go on, yeah, 100% with it. Because I kind of made this like wee- little dance phrase. And yesterday we were doing some improvising. I was just a little bit like, huh? Ah, how do you do this? You know, I tend, I tend to kind of like, they need a lot of time or a lot of like, just like hanging out with people in order to make things. And yeah. you only have, it's, it's strange, because you, there's no like hanging out time before and after the rehearsals. You just, you can't like talk, you, you get in there, you have your hour, then you have to leave. Cause mm-hmm. they have, the studios have to be empty an hour for the next people. That's why the, it goes on so long. Oh.
2: So it has to be yeah. like,
1: a, the studio has to be empty an hour before and after the rehearsals for the Lufthum. To like get change the air and to uh, ah. like clean it between every rehearsal, so you like go in, you work, and you have to like run away. Run away. And it's always this sort of like time before and after rehearsals where I like get a sense of like how people are feeling or like what's happening. And I tend it, during the hour, I tend to have like a feeling of um, have to push through a certain amount of ideas, so it's hard. And it's hard for me to kind of like let that time go by undelineated like un- unacknowledged or like just be like oh let's just like hang out into this you know that, let it organically happen so that's my plan today is to kind of like hang out more I think the then use the hour for something more chill
2: yeah hanging out is very important like I, think, I
1: think I think I tried I tried to do too many things yesterday like we did like a phrase and then I made them like write down I did like Cindy's Cindy's composition thing where you have mm-hmm. a bunch of questions and you have a word and then you have to do the thing mm-hmm. I'm not sure that everyone got it immediately so I, 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 I spoke in English and it was like I Raquel was like what what in French it was like simultaneously translating into Spanish mm-hmm. um but yeah uh we'll, we'll see how it goes today it's just it's hard it's it's strange making dance in 2020 because Every, everything seems much more important than it. So you want to like infuse a bit of that kind of importance or a bit of that sort of like agency or urgency into the dances you're making or the things you're making. But like in five minutes in a ballet piece you can't really do that. So it's like it's a bit uh
2: But you can like show I don't know. You can show kind of like vitality or like we're yeah. here and we have to do this now.
1: Exactly. Something about um listen like, to the voices. The Right before we finished for coronavirus, there was this, we had to do a last run through of Siren, this piece we were working on before, that actually never uh-huh. happened. like half an yeah, hour, and it's super hard for them. And it, but like, everybody was like, we have been working on it and working on the stamina, and I kind of knew, everyone kind of knew that like, it was all going to get shut down. But yeah. we had one more working day anyway, or like a few more working hours before hearing from the ministry, like if things were going to get shut down or not. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, if we have shows tomorrow, then we have to do a run through now. We can't just like not do it." Yeah. And, and um, so we did this like super strange run through in this space, which was great. And it, but it was kind of like the performance. And so I, I was thinking about that a lot about like what perform what the performance is, and why, um, why that moment was like, which moments are important when you're talking with dancers or talking with like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which moments are the performance and how? Also, also coming from our experience with asphalt. Oh, uh, yeah, this uh, this rehearsal we did with Cindy and the help a few weeks ago. weren't there? It just it's always since the, there's the, we, we have more music and things now. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's those are, it's all there. Always shows every single time you perform outside. It's always a show, and there's no way to around it. Yeah, it's cool. Because like the, it's like the opposite of when you're working at the opera. Like when you're working at the opera every, Nothing is a show until it's the show, and then it's mm-hmm. like all intense. Oh no, it's a show! But like here, it was every single day a show. So by the time we get to doing it, like the actual show, it's going to be very anticlimactic in a way, but in a great way because you'll feel kind yeah. of like
2: we've
1: been doing this so long that we understand what this is really well.
2: I know there's like a mentality that you consider the performance is just kind of like furthering the research. Like so, every time that you do. The thing, it's like you were trying to go really deep into it because you're trying to, you know, understand it and go further. And then, like, also performance is part of that. But I think it kind of ties back into what we were saying about the court de ballet, which is like every single time having to psych yourself into that mode of we have to really completely be here. And I think that's interesting for like performance that you know has no audience for like its entire lifetime, and it's just this very very small instance of it like, which gets to be seen by an audience. Yeah, this daily meditation of I'm going to go do the run through and kill myself and, you know, do it for the work and no audience. It's, it's, it's just a very, yeah, dance is process-based. It's really, for me, it's the most process-based art form. Like it's, I don't know, and having to every day like confront, confront that. And I think that's beautiful that your dancers are like, yeah, let's do it before the end of the world,
1: let's dance. <laughs> I've, been trying to, I've been looking at also like other like perform, I was trying to bring in uh, elements of just something else or just like how to look at the dance in a different way or like what mm-hmm. what it would be, like maybe we do, we mean, like maybe we make the whole thing with music and then we do it in silence or like what what are different ways we could force a feeling out of this dance. And because- Force the dance, feeling
2: out of it. Yeah,
1: just gotta <laughs> just kick it out. We. I did talk about last last week, we talked about Meta Edwardson a little bit, so I was like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. learn about this person. And I landed on her, I think it's something about the time time is falling asleep in the sun or fall asleep mm-hmm. is time in the sun or something. This mm-hmm. piece where she had a bunch of people memorize books mm-hmm. and recite them in different libraries to different people. So mm-hmm. like just as a and like using this as a practice and mm-hmm. I uh, thought a lot about yeah, it's really cool. She has a I will I can send it to you. She has uh, like an hour long talk about um, why she did that and what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the idea that like it's recorded somewhere mm-hmm. is super. I think, as, as especially we we're talking about performance. Like the performance is con con constantly able to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's more of like a memory thing than anything or like maybe it's much longer, like the idea that it's much longer. We, I'm not even sure if these people were able to memorize an entire book, but I, mm-hmm. and I only saw a little section of their performance, but I was like, oh yeah, no, they've memorized the whole book, you know? It's it a little Ray, sort of Ray Bradbury,
2: lesson. right? Yeah,
1: exactly, well, that's, where, that's where it comes from. That's where it comes from. The time is falling asleep the sun, it comes from the... the uh-huh, moon.
2: uh-huh, okay.
1: She calls, she calls it Fahrenheit 451.
2: Oh, also, that's nice. Four five one, four five one, one five four, four five
1: one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's text, that is what my childhood had been. Walkie guess, talkies like are great, yeah. though. Why don't you get
2: walkie talkies and some bicycles and yeah, some yeah. fly '80s jackets and this? I mean, the '80s like...
1: jackets we're gonna we're gonna be part of it anyway because I have a <laughs> I, I just I just I do have a hipster mind. I just I can't I yeah. can't get around that one. <laughs> Um, Who's gonna be yeah, the
2: yeah. alien monster? Who's the... Uh, yeah, no, right, oh, eleven. Nice. No.
1: <laughs> oh, Raquel, she's
2: coming. She, Raquel's always like getting like... <laughs> like slowly rising to the stage with some like cryptic costume on. <laughs>
1: uh, um, They're great. They we'll use all the capabilities for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Five what minutes of lose- everything. I wish we had one of those Potter's wheels, you know, like the ones that like go that make the stage turn around.
2: Yeah, why doesn't yeah, the ballet like get to use that? Every goddamn opera has a
1: Potter's is wheel. One, is there one in the Semper Opera?
2: They use it literally for every opera. Every opera I've seen in the Semper Opera has a rotating stage. Oh man. Yeah.
1: I've not seen that.
2: They have many. I knew,
1: I knew in Nuremberg they have they have the the wheelie thing. But then I had a conversation with the guy from the stage and he was like, do you really want to use it? Because everyone wants to use it. Do you really want to use it? Think like, about maybe, it. Maybe. Maybe not.
2: Yeah, writing process. Massage yeah, I, I read this Ant Carson text when yesterday. I was like, I need to do, I need to translate text. Like, do you ever do that thing with Google Translate where you, like, take a test and you wash it. I say like you wash it, like you put it through like many different languages and then you, it kind of yes. comes out a little bit different. So I did that like 25 times yesterday and I had them like all open and like tabs. And I look like, I was like, oh my God, I'm, I am like a crazy
1: <laughs> person like this. Okay. But the text was interesting. Was it very different?
2: No, because Google Translate is getting smarter, unfortunately. Oh.
1: So like you used to
2: have kind of more charming things that would pop up. Like I remember like one time, it translated a word as like Ellen, and then Ellen just stayed in the text as like a character. <laughs> okay, and they'd be like, What are you thinking, Ellen? <laughs> and then, yeah,
1: like, I know that's cool. Happened. Yeah, you nope. Know, remember, we have to write our texts for asphalt at the end of the month,
2: Joseph. We need to do so many things by the end of this month.
1: We you know didn't that, do right? no. You ooh, god! We just like jumped over that hump of like oh we have to do this stuff. Oh yeah, we can. You know what? We can do this. We're gonna meet up. We're gonna do all our stuff. When do you have any time? Do you have any time? I have time. Yeah,
2: yeah time. I have to. Yeah, I'm I'm also panicking a little bit, but I have time.
1: Okay, yeah, we can do this. I'm time. not
2: using my time really well. Uh-huh. I could nope. use it better.
1: Not. Um, um. Yeah, all those First, of September until whenever until the thirteenth hmm yes we are we're gonna talk about that yeah. well it's like then let's let's wrap up the
2: podcast
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. try to get our lives in order and processes mm-hmm. back on track
2: they're on track have faith have faith in your process bless your next, process
1: next week probably with ashley green amazing yeah cool I like that we've um, also just like slow, we've slowly sidewinded away from like an actual like a normal release date, and just like come out. We're getting them out weekly, which is good.
2: We're whopping them out.
1: Yep. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, hit it. Hit it. I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna see you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye, Joseph my Bye. Bye.